Hello there, I'm Frankie. And I'm Kristen. Welcome back to the Nerd Coliseum. We are your host on a podcast where movies, TV, video games, or anything pop culture battles it out in rounds, tournament style for the number one spot in our countdown. This is game three of our first ever tournament in the Coliseum, where the top eight grossing movies from the year 1999 are battling it out until only one movie is left standing. And in today's game, we will see sequel go against sequel with Austin Powers' The Spy Who Shagged Me versus Toy Story 2. Game 1 and Game 2 have already concluded in our previous episodes. Game 1, we saw The Mummy face off against The Matrix, and in Game 2, Star Wars Episode 1, The Phantom Menace, took on Big Daddy. Now, if this is your first time joining us, we recommend going back and listening to those episodes first. Yes, each episode will build off the last until the entire tournament of this season has concluded with a grand champion. This means that there will be seven games this season where the movies will face off against each other one-on-one. Each of these face-offs will be judged on three specific criteria that have been randomly selected by our spinning wheel of chance. We will use these criteria to discuss and award points to the films, and the movies with the most points in the end wins the game round and moves forward in the tournament. The loser, unfortunately, goes home booted from this season's tournament. Just like our criteria, our movie contenders have been paired off for battle using a random generator. Our winners will be decided based on the combination of chance and facts, along with other resources we, the host, may deem appropriate. But everything will take into consideration the criteria that has been selected by chance for the battle. Unlike other podcasts, the Nerd Coliseum doesn't rely heavily on the personal opinion of its host. With that, let's start Game 3, Austin Powers' The Spy Who Shagged Me versus Toy Story 2. On one side of the Coliseum, we have Austin Powers' The Spy Who Shagged Me, a comedy film directed by Jay Roach. Supervillain Dr. Evil is back. This time, he has invented a time machine, which he uses to go back in time to steal Austin Powers' mojo. If you have a time machine, why not just go back and kill Austin Powers when he's sitting on the crapper or something? How about... No, Scott, okay? Now, with the help of Felicity Shagwell, Austin Powers must regain his fashionable and shaggable energy while simultaneously trying to save the world from Dr. Evil's next plan putting a deadly laser cannon on the moon and aiming it at the Earth, which he unwittingly names the Death Star. You see, I've turned the moon into what I like to call a Death Star. <laughs> what? Nah, nothing, Darth. What, what did you call me? No, nah, nothing. Rip off! Bless you. The movie stars franchise creator Mike Myers, as well as Heather Graham, Michael York, Robert Wagner, Seth Green, and Elizabeth Hurley. The film's title is a spoof of the James Bond film, The Spy Who Loved Me, from 1977. And on the other side of the Coliseum, we have Toy Story 2, a computer-animated film directed by John Lasseter and produced by Pixar Animation Studios for Walt Disney Pictures. While Andy is away at summer camp, Woody is stolen by the greasy Al McWiggin at Al's Toy Barn. What's he doing? I can't watch. Can someone cover my eyes? Oh, no, he's stealing Woody. What? He can't take Woody. It's illegal. Where's he going? Somebody do something. Buzz Lightyear and his friends, Mr. Potato Head, Slinky Dog, Rex, and Ham, set out on a mission to bring Woody home before he is sold away as museum property to the other side of the world. 
Along with the rest of the newly discovered Roundup gang, Jesse, Prospector, and Bullseye. Tom Hanks and Tim Allen, along with many others, reprised their roles from the first film. They were joined by newcomers Joan Cusack, Kelsey Grammer, Estelle Harris, Wayne Knight, and Jody Benson. All right. All right, before we continue more on our show, we'd like to give a quick shout out to one of our sponsors. Go ahead and tell them, Frankie. Oh, yeah. We are very excited to share that our podcast, The Nerd Coliseum, is proudly sponsored by Dubby Energy. Dubby Energy is the maker of clean gamer energy drinks that help enhance focus, concentration, and reaction time with no jitters, crash, or bad ingredients. Something that I think is great is that Dubby doesn't contain any calories, sugar, fillers, or any artificial colors. Made by professionals, Dubby is produced in the USA in an FDA-registered and inspected facility that strictly adheres to GMP guidelines. And they offer unique flavors like Dragonade, Dub Sludge, and the Galaxy Grenade. Just mix one scoop of Dubby with six to eight ounces of cold water and shake. After drinking Dubby, even you will be ready to step into the Nerd Coliseum as a contender. You can even look your best doing that, too, because Dubby also has hoodies, beanies, hats, shaker bottles, and more. When Frankie and I want a game all evening and be on the top of our game after a long day, we love having something clean and delicious to reach for to help us reach our maximum potential. Check out all Debbie's products on their website and order yours today. That website is www.debbie.gg. And to get 10% off any website order, tell them that the podcast, The Nerd Coliseum, sent you. Use the promo code TOURNAMENT. That's promo code TOURNAMENT. T-O-U-R-N-A-M-E-N-T. Every one of your purchases made with that promo code gets you 10% off your entire order and also helps support this podcast. All right, let's give them the tagline, Kristen. Dubby Energy. Be better. Yeah. (laughs) What three random criteria will these movies use to battle it out? Let's check the spinning wheel of chance. First criteria. Audience scores. Second criteria, awards. Third criteria, rewatchability. All right, let's get this match started. Let's compare these two movies and their audience scores. To decide the winner of this category, we turn to the sites Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb. Rotten Tomatoes lets viewers, like you and me, rate movies and leave reviews directly on their website. As the reviews come in, the percentage is calculated based on what the viewers say, which is indicated on the site as the popcorn bag icon. IMDb users can cast a vote from 1 to 10 stars on every movie and TV title in their database. These votes are summarized as a single IMDb rating visible on the title's main page. There is also the IMDb popularity ranking placement. This ranking uses data from the search behavior of millions of monthly visitors to rank movies and TV shows on a scale of popularity. With that in mind, let's compare the audience scores for these two movies. For the Austin Power sequel, the scores are pretty good. The overall consensus on Rotten Tomatoes is that this movie provides lots of laughs and is as funny 
or funnier than the original. The Rotten Tomatoes audience score comes in at 71%. The IMDb rating comes in at 6.6 stars out of a possible 10 star rating. Its popularity placement on IMDb is currently ranked 2,491. For the Toy Story sequel, the scores are great. Overall consensus on Rotten Tomatoes is that this movie is a rare sequel that arguably improves on its predecessor. The Rotten Tomatoes audience score comes in at 87%. The IMDb rating comes in at 7.9 stars out of a possible 10 star rating. Its popularity placement on IMDb is currently ranked at 2,166. So, Kristen, based on all of that, what did you think of both of these movies, since we are, after all, an audience member for these films? True. Well, it's very rare that a sequel is better than the original, but I think Toy Story 2 was definitely one that outshines its original film. It adds so much to the story and adds a lot to Woody's background. Plus, we get to meet all kinds of new toys that have become this really fun and staple part of the franchise. And you can also say the same thing about Austin Powers, too. I think it was better than the original, and it added fun characters like Fat Bastard, Mini-Me, and they've also continued to be part of the franchise moving forward. So, both of these movies are really great additions to their franchises. However, I think audiences have spoken on the matter as to which is superior. So, to review, on Rotten Tomatoes, the Austin Powers sequel sits at 71%, while Toy Story 2 sits at 87%. And on IMDb, the Austin Powers sequel sits at 6.6 stars, while Toy Story 2 sits at 7.9 stars. Also, Toy Story 2 ranks higher in popularity than Austin Powers by 325 places. And that is why the point for audience score goes to Toy Story 2. Ride like the wind, bullseye! Okay, second criteria, awards. The audience has had their say about these movies, but what did the award societies have to say about them? So looking at Toy Story 2, we can see that the movie won a wide variety of awards. The most prestigious award being a Golden Globe Award for Best Motion Picture, Musical, or Comedy. It also took home a Satellite Award for Best Animated or Mixed Media Feature, and a Critics' Choice Movie Award for Best Animated Feature. So overall, the movie holds 15 awards of a wide assortment. Like its competitor, Austin Powers won a variety of awards. The top three are a MTV Movie Award for Best Villain and for Best On-Screen Duo. The third being a Teen's Choice Award for Comedy. Okay, I know what you're thinking. So yes, a strong argument can be made that these particular awards are not as prestigious as those won by Toy Story 2. But I think we'll get to that. Over Overall, this movie also holds 15 awards of a wide variety. So both movies have 15 awards. They're exactly the same as each other. But Toy Story 2 has more prestigious awards. So that means they win this category, right? Actually, as I hinted at, I have a special case to make. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. Look, I can't deny that Toy Story 2 has awards that can be considered more prestigious. But the case I want to make is that these two movies clearly cater to two different audience types. And with those two different audience types, these two movies managed to score big and bring home about the same amount of trophies. 
Okay, that's true, and I think I know where you're going with this. I propose that we acknowledge both of these films' achievements, how close they are in number, and we do our very first tie in the Coliseum. What do you think? I think that works well. We could spend a long time breaking down each award these movies have received internationally and their prestigious prevalence, but it's so close, I think a tie can be accepted here. I mean, I would love to talk about how both of these movies won blockbuster awards. Yes, you heard that right, folks. Long before streaming took the world by storm, the movie rental company Blockbuster used to dish out their own movie awards. They did so between the years of 1995 and 2001. I've never seen 10,000 tapes in one store. There's so much kid stuff. And I can keep them for three evenings. Now this is a video store. Ordinary video stores don't even come close to Blockbuster Video. You've just got to see it to know what we mean. But anyway, that does it, ladies and gentlemen. The criteria of awards goes to both movies. It is a tie. Help us, guys! It's too late, Woody. That silly Buzz Lightweight can't help you. Look, don't try to lay your hang-ups on me just because you lost your mojo. Ouch, baby. Very ouch. The next criteria is going to be a fun discussion, mostly due to the fact that it will be the first time that we, the host, have to walk a fine line between facts and personal opinion. Yeah, it's going to be tough. With that, let's transition to our final criteria of rewatchability. So what makes a movie rewatchable? Some factors that come to mind may include story, compelling characters, pacing, and maybe even a satisfying ending. And some reasons can even be very personal. Maybe a certain movie is part of your holiday watching tradition, or it's as simple as it's just a movie that gets you. I know I have a few of those myself. With that in mind, let's see how these two movies do when going toe-to-toe -to -toe with their rewatchability. Toy Story 2 is a film that can be enjoyed by families and viewers of all ages. And being that this movie is computer animated, it raises its appeal to younger children, who are an audience type that are willing to rewatch something over and over again. I mean, have you seen the effects of the YouTube kids show Coco Melon? Anyways, Toy Story 2 has seen multiple home media re-releases over the years, as well as a theatrical 3D re-release in 2009, making a strong case for the film's rewatchability. If Pixar and Disney feel that they can make money off of this movie with various re-releases, then there has to be an audience hungry for it, right? Austin Powers' The Spy Who Shagged Me does not share the same audience as its competitor, but it doesn't try to. With its goofy tone and outrageous humor, an argument could be made that this film is more suited for college dormitories or adolescents between the ages of 13 and 16. But that is Austin Powers' secret weapon. Being that this movie is more of a raunchy comedy only strengthens its rewatchable appeal for older audiences looking for a fun laugh. I'm dead sexy. Look at my sexy body. Oh yeah. This movie is littered with memorable, over-the-top characters like Dr. Evil and Mini-Me, quotable lines like I put the gun in Swinger, baby! <laughs> celebrity cameos, and goofy gags, making the movie worth revisiting again and again. I think that there's no arguing that both these movies offer their own appeal for multiple visual visits, but only one is going to win this matchup today. True. 
Right now, Toy Story 2 is leading by one point. If the Awesome Power sequel takes this point, it will tie up the game. And if that happens, we will have to initiate our first ever tiebreaker. There has to be a clear overall winner in this game. Someone is going to be going home this episode. Which means that the potential tiebreaker is going to have to wait another day. Due to the nature of its multiple re-releases and general audience appeal, the point for the category of rewatchability goes to Toy Story 2. <laughs> nice rope, yeah, boy. That was The final scores are in! That means the winner of Game 3 and the movie that will be moving forward in the tournament will be Toy Story 2. This will be the end of the road for Austin Powers' The Spy Who Shagged Me. Maybe one day we'll see this movie return as a contender in a future tournament lineup. Right. That concludes Game 3 here on the Nerd Coliseum. Our next episode will cover Game 4. The Sixth Sense versus Tarzan. Depending on the criteria that are randomly selected by our spinning wheel of chance, it could be any movie's game. Thank you for listening. Don't miss out on our future games and tournaments. Remember to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review, if available through your podcast provider. The Nerd Coliseum is available wherever you get your podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, or find us on YouTube, where we provide the same podcast experience with closed captioning. You can also talk to us directly by emailing thenerdcoliseum at gmail.com. Coliseum is spelled, as in the Roman Coliseum, C-O-L-O-S-S-E-U-M. I'm Kristen. And I'm Frankie. That's all for now. Until next time, bye-bye. Thank you.